Thank God the beasts are beasts and the humans are humans because, you know, today is Columbus Day or Indigenous People Day or uh, Transpecial Day. You know, there is a Transpecial Day because there's the trans, not from male to female or female to male, but from human to animal. And there's all kinds of animal species, transspecial that identify as an animal character. A uh, little Egyptology, mythology for you there. But uh, if we were along the Serengeti, there would be a problem, wouldn't it? I mean, after all, there are more species of the special animals than the human animal. Of all the tribes that exist, are not even one quarter of the special tribes of animals on the planet, and some that still have not been discovered. Can you imagine what would happen if animals did what we did? I mean, you'd have to have a badger day. The badger is going to complain that it's not quite the beaver, or is it the American beaver or the Canadian beaver? But which beaver day is we going to celebrate, and which beaver invaded what other beaver's dam and ruined it and dammed it up? And do the American beaver complain about the badger, or what about the Russian bear? Now the Russian bear is going to have quite a problem as well over the American black bear. And which did what and when and who crossed over whose territory? Now, I think the polar bear might have something to say about that. That little racist white son of a gun thinks he's the biggest one of them all, and all he's ever known was a, well, a spiceless, colorless, although white supposedly, allegedly has all the colors in it. Isn't that correct? What are you going to do about the white polar bear day? And is that fair to the penguins? Or the osprey, or the hummingbird, or the wasp—I mean, after all, they do the pollination. Or what about the alcohol butterfly? What about him? Or the red ants of, of the Caribbean? What about them? Where does it stop? I mean, the, between the the hippos and the African crocs, and the tiger and the snow leopard and the panther. And、the hyenas definitely got to have a say in it all. I mean, the baboon is definitely going to be fighting with the gorilla, or the silverback is going to think a little different than those monkeys that swing from trees. I mean, but which one—the African ones or the or the Indian ones? It, it, where does it stop? Everybody's got to have a day. I mean, there'd be no days left. The Vietnamese day, the North Korean and South Korean day. The Russian, the Ukrainian day, the Polish day—I know, I know—you give a well. At least we have a Chinatown. The Chinese definitely have managed in every city to have a corridor called the Chinese town. Chinatown. Who doesn't have a Chinatown? And then you got to go down the list and go. Where does it stop? Downtown LA. Well, you got well Central American, but it's not Alavera Street or Boyle Heights or East LA, the Mexican area. Where does it stop? Koreatown. Well, what about the Persians? You know, the Armenians in Glendale, or the Arabs in Beverly Hills, or are they Jordanians? They used to be Jews there. What happened there? Where did they go? West LA, up Upper Wilshire Avenue, and of course, 
We always have a Martin Luther King Boulevard. I guarantee you the Vietnamese don't live there. Somebody's got to have a Compton and a Watts. Something's going on. Everybody's got to have their place. Whatever happened to integration? Segregation happens by natural law, not by men's preference or prejudice. People by their nature want to hang out with their nature. Seagulls like being with seagulls. God knows West LA is predominantly LGBTQ and there's no doubt about it. Somebody somewhere is going to go where there's only them there. And that's not because of law or because of even racism. You know, David Duke did get misunderstood a lot being called a racist. He was just trying to preserve his seagulls and make sure they didn't mate with the hawks. So you don't want to mess up the ecological balance of nature. There's a very delicate balance there. Can you imagine the zebras and the giraffes getting it on? What happens if an elephant impregnates a hippopotamus? You're going to have a problem. Something's going wrong. That's a Frankensteinian monstrosity. Thank God Frankenstein does not exist for the most part in nature. Nature goes on and pollinates and procreates and recreates within its own species. And they don't cross that line. And it keeps everything in order. Planets aren't colliding. Plants aren't colliding. An apple is an apple. It's a pure apple. It's a beautiful thing. And I love it. I don't want a banana orange. I want a banana. You get it. We have words. I know that we have exceptions and anomalies. Those are not the rule that allow things to work. You're not going to improve on it. Sometimes the melting pot is a mess. It shouldn't be celebrated. It should be eliminated. You take away the distinction of going to Italy and feeling like you're in Korea. Who wants to go to Korea and feel like they're in Mexico? Who wants to go to Mexico and feel like they're in Sweden? Who wants to go to Germany and feel like they're in Zimbabwe? I don't want to be in Zimbabwe in Germany. Do you? No. And I'm definitely not going to go to Guyana and feel like I'm someplace over in England. I want the uniqueness and the distinction and the beauty of experiencing each culture within itself and of itself, by itself. The beauty of it. Isn't that why you go to Italian restaurants? To have soul food? Is that why you go to southern black restaurants to have English blood pudding? No. No. Guarantee you in Texas they're not selling you Brimer's tea or is it Builder's tea with a biscuit. It'll be Sunday tea in a nice glass jar and a slice of lemon. Baking in a glass jar all day. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Don't you want to enjoy that? The uniqueness. You see, it's nice to fantasize and romanticize about this social 
morass of the homogenization of everything and amalgamation of everything. You just come out looking like a mess and nothing unique or distinctly that sets you apart. Come over to my place, right? Because let me tell you, I can make some mean cornbread, but I don't want my cornbread to taste like Indian mon bread or sangui Persian bread. But I can make a mean cornbread and a mean biscuit. And the next time I go to my Italian godmother's house, I'm hoping that she's going to make me some adobo. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Filipino, but she's probably making cacciatore. I get it. What's wrong with you people? Some people just want to enjoy being seagulls. They don't mind a crow flying by once in a while. But they don't want all the crows to come in. Then the seagulls nest is no longer a seagull community. It's not racism in the negative sense, but in the positive sense of the appreciation of the diversity. There's not have to be an amalgamation of it. You can appreciate that uniqueness and distinctness of it. The Baptists definitely appreciate their wonderful liturgy. I don't think they want to have people swinging from a chandelier and dancing with snakes while they're speaking in Babel tongue. Our Pentecostal brothers are good for that. And I guarantee you they're not wanting to be a part of a Presbyterian frozen chosen ceremony. They each have something unique. I have been in all of those places and have enjoyed the uniqueness in all of them. The dancing snakes was quite interesting. I survived it. I didn't get bit there. But we can appreciate, can we not? Can we not appreciate that uniqueness without trying to mess it up and turn it into us? God has given us, us this world, a great deal of choice. The dolphins prove that. The bullhead shark proves that. The leopard shark proves that. The orca, the blue whale, the jellyfish, the eels, they all prove that. The bass, the swordfish, the stingray, they all prove that. The trout, the salmon, the catfish, they all prove that. And they fly and swarm and swim in their group. It's a beautiful thing until you become a socialist, progressive, Marxist, fascist, idiot, atheist, who doesn't understand that uniqueness. I think the Swedish are quite proud of Ikea. I don't think they think of it as Walmart. And I can tell you those Southern bells are proud of their Walmart, and I'm not so sure they're thinking about it as the Nordstrom Rack or Saks Fifth Avenue or Tiffany's, are they? It's a beautiful thing. Celebrate it and enjoy it. Appreciate it. You don't have to like it, by the way. Celebrate it. Enjoy it. Appreciate it. Now you go right ahead with your brontosaurus neck and you keep chomping on your kale and your leaves and you leave my T-Rex teeth alone to tear and shred some meat. Do you mind? Or do you prefer to demonize the shark and glorify the plankton eating well. Of course, that just scoops up a bunch of creole. You have to appreciate 
we are different and made each a species of our species to be in our species, not this forced ideological integration of ideas that do not, do not mix, but turn into a mess. I know you are Frankensteinian with everything in between your legs and in between your head and on your head. No wonder you're that way with your fusion foods. You've learned to disregard the basic, the simple, the powerful, the uniqueness and the distinction that makes a great, great beauty of color. Enjoy that when you are indigenous and natural to the earth. The Indians get it. The Africans get it. I don't know about the rest of you, what has happened to you, that you have forgotten it because you have ventured from the origins of your beginning. You become mad scientists bent on messing and screwing it up just to see if you can, because you can. And you've learned to enjoy the monstrosities that you've created that only come back to bite you. And it will. The monster that you have created is the monster that will eliminate you. <laughs>